All right, here we go. Episode 5, Christmas edition, or New Year's edition, whichever way you take it. This is Grill. How long on that steak, mister? 13 minutes. Perfect. Yeah, uh, we are uh, recording to you, as usual. Studio 212, South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington. Yes, yes. Uh, we are here... Um, yeah, South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington. <laughs> yeah, once again, <laughs> second time in thirty seconds. It's a it's a crisp, cold night, late late evening, um, on Monday. Very late evening. Our uh, super producer Keith's gonna be, uh, you know, uh, working this one away, to get it ready for tomorrow. Burning the midnight oil for you, beautiful people. I know a lot of you are out there waiting. I've had people ask me about it, so um, yeah. Thanks, Soundcasting Network, for hosting us. Yes, and uh, putting up with us being here this late. But I was, uh, you know, I had a very uh, special, uh, important dinner meeting. He did a dinner party. What happened? I'm you. super excited to hear about this. Okay, yeah. So we, should, <laughs> what do you want to start off with? Hello? We're gonna let we're gonna let hello we're gonna let hello take the take the reins of this show because maybe I've had a couple one too many glasses of champagne. <laughs> maybe I think that you know that you can never have enough champagne. Sometimes champagne is, I don't know, it's not my favorite. But um, okay, so yeah, let's just talk about um your dinner party, and then we'll get into the regular show. Talk about the dinner party I just came from. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, it, this has been planned for a long time, and uh, girlfriend was very um, excited about it. Um, our hosts were uh, Spencer Peterson okay. and uh, Claire Stefferson. Um. They parents let us use their beautiful house among Queen Anne, and it was for uh, Sophia Belsham and Sean Shimboyle. They're both in from L.A. This is their engagement uh, dinner party. Oh, okay. And congratulations. It was, yeah, it was pretty cute. We walk in the door and fires going, all sorts of appetizers. Her mom made these wonderful like croissant dough balls with filled with gouda. Oh, that sounds delicious. Cheese was on point. Um, she made a crab artichoke dip on point. Um, champagne, vodka, wine, white, red, all that good stuff. Uh, we had to wait around a while for dinner, but um, great company. Uh, but it was so cute. Um, yeah. There was how many of us? Was there two, four, six, eight, 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 I don't know, 14, 16 of us. Uh-huh. But uh, we all had name name cards. I see. Uh, no, this is the menu. Oh, it's the menu. So first course, uh, we had a mixed green salad with cranberries, pistachios, feta, and avocado. Delicious. Uh, by the way, it was accompanied by uh, macarena little rolls, oh. which were delicious. Um, then we had um, chicken marbella with prunes, olives, and capers. Capers was supposed to be served with rice pilaf, but uh, somebody messed up. No. I'm not, not going to say who it was. Um, they just got jasmine rice. Uh, was fine though. Roasted baby carrots. Um, I did not get to stay for the lemon tart or the sparkling wine floats with vanilla pear sauce. Oh, hmm. I had to come meet up with you. You had to come meet up with us. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, I really do. Cause that sounds delicious. Yeah. Shout out to them. I'm probably going to go back cause they're, you know, my lady friend was there and she was, yeah. she was having fun. She, she didn't care. She was uh, champagne. She was, uh, she made a very good vodka drink with a uh, Saint Tremaine in it and cucumbers. Oh, it was delicious. And I mean, I had a very good conversation with, um, the groom of the dinner party. He is here in town. He's doing a tasting. Um, he's doing a tasting tomorrow at Westward. 
Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I think he said something like it's probably going to be like, I don't know, three hours of a tasting. And um, yeah, he, he's going to rent the entire place out. Damn. Yeah. Um, Saul's like, yeah, man, that place is dope. And he was asking me, if I knew about some, you know, um, what he should be asking them, what kind of questions. And I said, simple, man. You ask him for a fish, you ask him for a chicken, and you ask him for a beef. Yeah. You can go salmon, chicken, short rib. Yeah. I mean, get a salad, make sure there's an alternative for vegetarians. A risotto. I mean, make it simple. Yeah, and a don't, good pasta. Don't make, yeah, don't make it too hard. Don't ask. There. I said, you know, they're trying to get you to be their customer. If you're going to buy out the entire place, man. Shit. He, yeah, he's a good dude. I, first time meeting him, but I'll probably be at the wedding. So shout them out. Thank you, Spencer and Claire. Um, I don't know. I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how's Honey Hole? <clears throat> That's great. Um, learning a lot. Um, been training on new new stations, tra- trained a, a new guy. Uh, yeah, I mean they're they're trying to give up. <clears throat> the owners of that place are are giving people some more responsibility there and letting them kind of um, take on more responsibility. And I'm just trying to find my way, <clears throat> my get in my lane and take control of the car and drive that thing to the best of my ability. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm doing great. Uh, I like it. A, pe- a lot of people have been asking me how I like it. And, and the more and more I work, work there, the more I'm liking it. I'm starting to learn more. It's super relaxed. Um, make decent money. Um, the owners are chill. And uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I can say one thing. One little story. Um, uh, I don't even know. Um, so <laughs> I need to stop saying I'm um, so much. But uh-huh. They had asked me to show somebody how to properly marinate their tri-tip. Yeah. And um, so so there wanted them to, they're like, have Robbie do it. Robbie's the one that's been doing it. Have Robbie prepare, like have Robbie show. So the owner gathers every single employee there. Oh, so you gave a demo. Yes, a demo. (laughs) And they're like, you do it, you do it. I got operations manager. I got a general manager. I got the owner here. Fine, whatever. I'll do it. And I showed them and I showed them the correct way. Well, the way that I do it, which has now been put into policy and made to be the correct way to do it. That way, everybody knows the way Robbie does it (laughs) is the way everybody should do it. And I'm not saying my way is the best way. I just found that it worked best for me. Yeah. You're like, that's your efficient way. Yeah. That, that, that is done quick enough. Yeah. Done correct. And to make sure that it's done properly. So um, it was just weird. That was weird having everybody watch me. And I'm like one of the newer people there. And it wasn't like anybody was throwing me a test. It was just kind of like, you're Robbie, you know, you Mr. Know-it-all, you, um, you know, you, you, you do it. So I did it and uh, she was super happy and everybody there. Now, now I'm the go-to guy when it comes to marinating flank steak. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's, I think that says a lot about, your work ethic and about how you uh, conduct yourself. Yeah. I just probably need to stop singing uh, randomly going into song every so often. That's every day of my work is very upset at me because I um, get song stuck in their head all day. Cause I just randomly go into song and dance. So, I but, I, but, that. but my ticket times are on point and uh, haven't had any fuck ups lately. So I'm happy. They're happy with me, I think. I don't know. So, um, 
Yeah, that's honey hole. That's good. Well, you still got a job at Altura? I still have a job at Altura. Um, yay. Um, yay. Golf clap. Um, my chef now is, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what is happening lately. What do you know? Uh, I mean, I know I still have a job. Oh, that I am. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have a job at the end of the year or not. It's it's really like touch and go. Anymore, like every any, day is just any more fuck ups, like major fuck ups. Uh, no more major fuck ups. Well, but as long as you do better the next day than you did yesterday, then everything should be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying. Like I'm seriously trying. I think you really let this position get in your into your head. I had this discussion with somebody else about you working there and <laughs> I was like, she really just let this shit get in her head and she really doesn't think she's worthy of being there. And I really don't think that they would have hired you if they didn't see potential in you. And it's, you can't bullshit your way into a restaurant like that. They're just not that kind of place. Obviously they saw something in you and maybe you're not taking advantage. I don't know. Maybe it was going out with all those boys. Uh, spending those late no. nights with multiple different men. <laughs> Thanks at, for making at, me sound slutty. At the same Thanks. time. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just, I'm just, no. jo- I'm just joshing. But yes, but I mean, you've, you've been tired lately and you know, when you show up to work and you're tired, you um, know. I'm tired because I have insomnia and is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> No, I am not seeing, I'm only seeing one guy. Oh, and do, 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 do. hello, man update. I was, and you've dropped four and you're back down. Now you're down to one. Yeah. Dare I say the Bremerton? Dude? Uh, yeah, actually. Oh, <laughs> keep them across the water. Smart <laughs> cheers on that one girl right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's really great. Um, but no, I would never see the guys when I was okay. during work week. That okay, was, so Altura, just keep your head up. We'll check in. We'll check in again next week. Yeah, next week. How was uh, how was your Christmas? Oh, my Christmas was great. It was super busy. Um, at my sister's house, there was thirty one people. Whoa. Yeah. So okay, my immediate family. Draining. Yeah, my immediate family. There's just twenty two of us. So, because I have. Um, Seven brothers and sisters. Did you say just 22 of us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. There's way too many of us. There's way too many of us. So my brothers and sisters, including their kids and husbands and wives, that's 22 people. And then there were other people that showed up, you know? So 31 people all together. And um, so starting at, at like 12, 31 o'clock... Once I got to my sister's house after we ran around town trying to find an oyster shucker, which we couldn't get, um, we because you were having oysters because we were going to have oysters for Christmas for Christmas dinner, yeah, Eve. for for appetizers. Okay. Um. So we, I started to cook, um, you know, do prep, and then we opened up presents and whatnot, and then I started to cook again, and we had like so much food. We had the regular, you know, turkey and whatnot. And then we had um, prime rib, um, uh, scallops, and a kale Caesar. Kale Caesar. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was really delicious to have like some other non kind of American traditional 
uh, foods. What did your man friend get for you for Christmas? Uh, not quite there yet. He didn't get you shit? No, we didn't do that. Mm, what a buster. It's, pretty, it's a pretty new development. <laughs> <laughs> not quite there yet. Well, I also had prime rib for, was it Christmas Eve dinner? No, it was, it was uh, Christmas Eve dinner. But what I will say is that I walked into my girlfriend's family's house mm-hmm. late, but we did walk in there and lo and behold, on that table, that beautiful table, there were two types of caviar. Oh, with delicious. Oh, God. So two good. types, two types of salmon. Uh, they had like a whipped, uh, whipped cream cheese with olive oil and creme fraiche. So mm-hmm. I did not hesitate to put some of that. I think it was, I don't want to say it. I know there was salmon, there was salmon eggs. I want to say there was cod eggs too, but, um, I put some of that black caviar on my cracker with some of that creme fraiche and a, um, almond toasted almond on it. It was, it was quite with, with Prosecco. That, yeah. That was delicious. And then we uh, had a sous vide prime rib. Sous vide prime rib. Yeah, man. With two different, we had a um, garlic, garlic horseradish uh, aioli. And then we had a horseradish, I don't know, some other kind of tradition. Oh, well, well, I want to, no, cream cheese? I don't know. Can't remember. Too much food this weekend. Um, Also, I, uh, for Christmas dinner, we went over to our uncle's house and had a rigatoni, which was delicious. Lots and lots and lots of wine. Fantastic. Delicious, delicious, delicious wine. Um, now, one other thing I wanted to talk about was um, that I had some girlfriends that were in town, uh, one from Chicago, one from L.A., and uh, my dear friend Ari, uh, some of her best friends. So they wanted to go out and eat before we picked up one of them from the airport. We could not decide where to go. We had plenty of options. Uh-huh. Um, but we stumbled upon a restaurant on Capitol Hill called New. Oh, I've heard of this place. It is spelled N-U-E. Yeah. The sign. So we're driving past. We were going to go to uh, whatever. We were going to go to a different restaurant and we walked by this one and it said international street food. Yeah. I love international things and I enjoy (laughs) street food. So I decided I'd mosey on in there. Now this, I looked at this menu and I was first confused, very intrigued um, and I said, let's do it. They were down for it, but it has a red sign. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I asked the, the new server there. Of course it was, it's all European style with the tables or giant tables. So you got to sit next to strangers, which I don't mind. Very busy, but I finally got a seat, asked the server, did guys knew, doesn't know very much about the place. He just started. Apparently, it's a Thai couple who retired. First restaurant. They, I don't know if this is true at all. I tried looking it up online. It doesn't have their backstory. But they used their money, their retirement money, to open up this restaurant. And then this is inspired by their travels. Now, they have everything on this menu from Spanish to Mexican to Vietnamese to Syrian. (laughs) Uh, Sicilian, Dang. Hungarian, South African, Malaysian, Jamaican, Portuguese. Um, 
yeah, it's definitely very interesting. I just want to run down real quick what I had. I had, I don't even know how to pronounce some of this stuff. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, whatever. Um, salt cod fritters and olive oil, lemon, potato, and herbs served with, uh, served with a Spanish gremolata and aioli for dipping. That was the only thing that I did not. It was good. And they serve that all over the all over the world. It's a little too fishy for me, but they yeah. were good. Had good flavors. They I even, can see that. They even served balut. Remember, we were talking about balut there. My, my good friend oh, Keith. I didn't know we could do that in the states. And they and see, they called it a developed duck egg. Oh, <laughs> how about partially? <laughs> Maybe that's how you get around. How it. about <laughs> partially it partially <laughs> developed duck egg? Uh, but we had the Portuguese oct- octopus skewers. Uh, it was whole grilled octopus confit. In woolly pig lardo, uh, paprika and pineapple served with harissa, lemon and mint. Um, really good octopus braised very very well. I would like to like the crispier was delicious. East Indian Brussels sprouts, uh, crispy fried Brussels sprouts with coconut and garlic chutney, peanut satay, sweet chili dipping sauce. It was good. Chili sauce was great. Um, I'm with it. Um, what else did I have? We had South African bunny chow, which, yeah, I mean, it's just a giant loaf of bread with chicken and uh, Indian marsala, cilantro, giant piece of bread. Um, Yeah, it was all great. I just find this restaurant. I didn't know anything about it. Apparently, it's been there a year. People have been talking a lot about how these new places are open up in Capitol Hill and... You have no idea. And yeah, nobody knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it small plates? Yeah. It seems like small plates if you got that many. A la carte menu. Mm. And apparently they have a really good um, brunch menu. That sounds fantastic. So I'm going to check I'm it out. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Beard lip selection is really good. It's cute. Whatever. But that, that those are my adventures of uh, the week off that I've had. It's, it sounds delicious. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Well, we're going to talk about um, this article that we saw and um, that actually our producer Keith actually posted on our Facebook page called Oven Fires, Split Pants and Makeout Sessions, Tales from the Open Kitchens. And it's in um, uh, Bon Appetit. Um, bon Appetit. <laughs> and this is a really good article. I laughed out loud um, and it was just like we got to talk about this because it's so true. All of these things that these chefs had talked about and experienced um, because this is what really happens on the line. (laughs) It's um, some of the questions that this most, most of what the um, uh, uh, interviewer asked of all of these different chefs, mostly in Chicago, um, I was like, how do you prepare for new cooks for this kind of exposure? And um, do you chat with guests through service? Um, any particular member gaffes? Any, sorry, any particular memorable gaffes? Um, things like that. And just these chef's answers were hilarious. Um, so I just want to know what, what kind of things have you ha- had happen in like open kitchens? I mean, I've had it all happen. I mean, I've done drugs in a, <laughs> I've done drugs in an open kitchen before. I've seen other people do drugs. I've seen people, yeah, talk about makeout. Yeah, I've seen worse than that in uh, open yeah. kitchens lines. Um, 
yeah, how do you prepare new cooks for that kind of exposure to a new kitchen? It's trial by fire, man. <laughs> it really is. You wouldn't believe the kind of shit that people do to new cooks. Um, I I don't think we've talked about this. <laughs> it was a whole new, whole new thing. Um, the pranks that you play on new people in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm a seasoned, I would say I'm a seasoned vet. Um, not, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm even a vet, but you've been in the industry a while. Now. Well, nobody fucks with me. I, I just, yeah. I'm not. I play around a lot, you know, when it's time to play around. But at the end of the day, you don't fuck with me because I will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Try to stop saying fuck so much. <laughs> uh, but some of the things that they do to new cooks, uh, such as de-panting them on the line, all the time, uh, even. Even cooks that have been there a long time. Yeah. Over seasoning somebody's food while their back is turned and letting the chef taste it. And then the chef flipping out on a new cook and go, did you taste that? Yes, I tasted it. Bullshit. You didn't taste that because it has so much salt in it. And the the cook is just sitting there dumbfounded. <laughs> How did this happen? And only yeah. the rest of the line cooks know what happened. And they're just like giggling so hard in the background. Um. F- you know, having your knives frozen or spoons, your plating oh. spoons frozen in the fridge and a, th- a bucket of water is not too fun. But that's what happens when you leave that's, your when you leave your knives out. Mm-hmm. Um, I left my knife out not too long ago, and they uh, cryovacked it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's well deserved." Tell well tell, deserved. Pe- tell people what cryovacking is. Oh, cryovacking is when you <laughs> seal food airtight. And so they, uh, it was my bread knife and it's 12 inches, 12 inch bread knife and they cryovacked it and uh, hit it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen, I mean, that's, that's the only way you can expose new cooks to that is, is just to do it, you know, let them, let them see what it's all about. The kitchen industry, the back of the house is, is not for the, the shy nor the timid. And that's why girls who work in the kitchen or females for that reason are th- such thick skinned. And, you know, they see a lot of things that, you know, there's some things out there that just won't put up with that shit. You play around one time like that, you're fucking fired. Yeah. The, my kitchen right now, not a whole lot of play goes on, um, which is fine because it's super like there's so much prep that needs to be done. Nobody really has time to do that. Um but there's a lot of, you know, joking and whatnot goes on. But nothing like what happened at at my last kitchen, man. So every day, so much went on. So much went on. Just the amount of like oversalting food or people's drinks or flipping your me's over um, <laughs> or just like, you know, hiding your cutting board and knives and <sighs> things like that. Um, Stealing somebody's sandy bucket is oh. also a foul one because, yeah, you can get in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, my sandy buckets di- are trading them. Tra- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take your sandy bucket, give them your di- dirty sandy bucket and take their nice and clean up. Like, oh, look at my clean countertop. Yeah. Or taking their towels, <laughs> taking their stack of towels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts. I mean, there's all sorts. That's that's. But the thing about it is, is like what this article is about is that it's an open kitchen. So you can't react. No. Harshly. You cannot. You have to play it cool and figure out a way to pay them back. Very sneakily very sneakily especially if it's (laughs) if you have a counter yeah because if you have a counter then people are just like totally creeping on you well that's that's well that's what the one of the next question the question next question on this article in this article was i mean they're asking all sorts of 
of famous chefs on this uh, article. We'll post the link. Oh, the link's already on our page, but we'll repost it. Um, they're asking, do you chat with do you chat with your guests through the service window, like through service? Uh huh. Um, yes. Yeah. It's your job. Yeah. Uh, you have to. <laughs> if they ask you a question, you have to respond. <laughs> and you can try to be as I yeah. At this restaurant, uh, new up on Capitol Hill, um, there you walk in the door. It's open kitchen right there over the counter. And the girls that I were with were asking them. Uh, we had chicken wings too, which I forgot. Um, um, they were spicy jumbo chicken wings, green Szechuan peppercorns, fish sauce, lime, chili, basil, mint, Thai chili. But the girls were asking them about the wings and they're obviously busy and I'm, you know, how they're like, no, it's, it's cool, man. It's our job. We knew when we got hired here that we'd have to do this. And I'm like, it's still a pain in the ass. I know that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, you, I mean, you have to be friendly and, and, and honestly, I go sit at countertops and watch people cook because I like to watch them cook. Me too. And if I shut up and just, you know, ask them simple questions that they don't mind answering, they'll usually slide you free food. They will. Yeah. So. Yeah. One of my favorite things, I can't, I can't find it. I can't see what chef it is. Um, but it was a, somebody sitting at the counter and they were plating something and the guy from the up other side, a customer, just reached over across the counter and grabbed some of the food. Big no-no, people. Big no-no. And everybody was just like, what? Don't ever do that. Even at a bar, you don't do that. Pe- yeah. People do that shit at a bar. People do that shit in restaurants. Don't ever do that. Ask, knock, get somebody's attention. Mm-hmm. Don't see, ever. See what it is and be like, can I try that? Can I get a taste of that? And without a doubt, they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. No problem whatsoever. But do not and never, never reach across. Never. It's yeah. So rude. Yeah. We've talked about open kitchens before and I and I, I want to delve into this more later, too. But it's you can tell when a kitchen's having fun back there. You really can. And it's refreshing. And then you can also see uh, an open kitchen where people are stressed out. And they're hating their job and they're pissed off. Oh. And I mean, it totally sets the mood in the dining room. It really does. It really, really does. Which, you know, is is unfortunate. So that's why you just got to always keep that smile on your face. <laughs> and hopefully that smile will change your attitude. <laughs> um. Hey, girl, how long take, mister? Six minutes. Six. Six minutes. Six minutes. Oh, all right. Okay. That's, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. <laughs> can we start the pasta? Can Yeah. <laughs> the pasta. Can People be. don't understand our name. It's so really infuriating to be. I mean, my, some of my friends do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot of good response back from people. Um, that are in the industry, but there's a lot of people that listen to the show who don't understand the, not a clue. My family doesn't get it, and I've tried to. Explain I don't it care. To them. I really don't. Care. Just, I just like, what's the name of your podcast? I'm like, it's Grill. How long steak, Mister? Ten minutes. And they just don't get it. They're just like, excuse me, what is it? And I'm like, if you don't know, now you don't you know. Don't. <laughs> so maybe one day, I don't know, episode 100. Maybe that's a deal right there. Okay, episode 100. If people still haven't figured it out. 
I'm sure some one of our ones are bringing it up. Probably. Okay, what are we talking about next, Hello. Um, we're going to talk about why it sucks to be a cook during the holidays. Why does it suck oh, to be a cook during the holidays? Because it's just the worst. <laughs> it is that's the not, worst. That's not really an answer. I know, but I'm going to get to the answer. <laughs> I'm going to get to the answer. Don't I mean, you worry. It sucks on so many levels. Just uh, on every level. Um, because you're even busier than normal. You're more stressed out than normal. You have even more reservations than normal. Everybody is out. There are everybody's out. Of, what place do you work at where they let people leave during the holidays at in a well, kitchen? I mean, like, no, no, not everybody in the kitchen is out. I mean, like, oh, other pe- pe- yeah, other people are out because they're on like holiday Hi, vacation. Hey, my mom's in town. Let me take you to my favorite rest restaurant. Yeah, right? yeah, um, and so. You know, you have you have all of that and people, even though they're in a good mood for the holidays and whatnot, they're stressed out. And so they bring that stress into the uh, um, uh, restaurant and then they will take it out on the servers, you know? Yes. And so it just it's just a trickle down system. Yeah, very, very, very true. Also, that. You know, that, that, that's on the, that's on the customer's side of it, but on the people that work in the restaurant industry is that you're actually working more hours and longer, longer hours Very because true. of the influx in customers, in people, it's the holidays. So people are going out eating more often because they don't want to be stuck in that. They have to cook for the holidays. Yeah. Therefore, they don't want to be cooking for their whole entire family on the non-holiday days that people are in town, so they always want to go out to eat. Well, then you have to take into account that the people that work in the restaurant industry, that work in the back of the house or the front of the house, they have families that are in town too. Mm-hmm. They have friends, they have family that are in town too. Um, their kids are out of school, their wives are off work, and the wives and the families, the wives and the families want to want to know why you can't spend more time with them. Yeah. Why you can't ask your work to give you more time off during the holidays to hang out with your sister-in-law, your brothers in town, your nephews are here and you try to explain to them that I can't I take time off. Can't. They I can't the restaurant can't, you know, there's people that need me. Yeah. My cooks need me, my chef needs me. My servers need, you know, whatever it is, it is. Yeah. And people's stress levels during the holidays through the roof. So high. Um, the, yeah, just like you said, people don't understand. Um, my, a lot of my friends who aren't in the industry are just like, wait, I'm getting a headache. (laughs) It's just like, you have to, you have to work on Christmas Eve. And on Christmas, like, thanks for the headache, hello. I'm sorry. Um, and I'm like, yeah, like that's, that's my industry. Like you've, you've gone out to eat on Christmas. Right. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, right. Like (laughs) you've gone out to eat at a restaurant on Christmas because of people like me who work on Christmas. Yeah. So yeah, everybody out there, just remember when you walk into a restaurant and it's very busy and you don't get a table. It's and your food is takes an hour to get there. 
don't don't be a dick, man. Everybody's stressed out. Yeah, uh, we have families too. It is it's holidays for us too, and we really like cooking food for you and your family, and then giving you that time to be out, so you don't have to be stuck in the house cooking. Uh, for your family every night, or you just want to escape. A lot of people just want to get away from their family and go 100%. out and, and yeah, yeah, have a cocktail. So just be nice to people in restaurants. I I know so many servers in the front of the house that the holidays are the it's depressing for them because they have to work and they cry. People yeah. are mean to them, super because mean. they're stressed out at home and they want to take it out on people at the restaurant because somebody made a mistake. Yeah, because I don't know what it is about people who go out to eat and they think that I like, I don't understand that they think that a server is so far beneath them that they can just be such dicks. Well, those are just bad people. It's true. I I mean, even if I have, even if I have a bad server, I I still, if they're incompetent, you know, I'm still polite to them. Yeah. I'll I'll still usually tip 20%. Um, Maybe they're having an off day. You're have an off day. You really are. If you spill a drink on somebody, you know what happens. You may serve a hundred glasses of water a night. You may spill one on somebody. Oh, speaking of, speaking of, I'm so sorry, Claire. At this <laughs> dinner party, her boyfriend is bringing out this giant dish with the chicken marbella on it, and I don't know if somebody bumped into him or. I don't know what made him think he was going to lift it above his head or whatever and go over the thing. He poured all the ju- the jus on her be- on oh. her head, down her beautiful dress. I'm so sorry, Claire. Uh, oh you know me. You know me. I mean, we all, everybody there. I tried not to drink very much because I had to come record, but. I mean, I started busting out oh laughing. Oh uh, She, but she handled like a pro. Her and Spencer went upstairs and. Uh, you know, outfit number two. Outfit number two. You got to always have that backup. So anyway, happy, always have that backup. happy holidays from us. Try to take it easy, remember. And people do tip a lot better during the holidays, too. I mean, I've walked they, over. Yeah. All right. Can we move on to something fun before we shut this, this show down? Yes. We're going to talk about the Guy Fieri song. Because if you guys <laughs> have not listened to this you are missing out on life. So it's we're going to post this too. It's on First We Feast SoundCloud, SoundCloud page. Also, if you um, haven't uh, liked our SoundCloud page, check it out. It's Grill. How long stay mister? Thank you. Hello. You're welcome. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it's called Donkey Sauce Flow. <laughs> now I've only heard, t- t- I, I couldn't believe when I found out that he had this song. We're going to, all right, we're going to check it out. Here we go. Maybe. <laughs> now we got this. Okay. Are you sure? We got this. <laughs> the okay. first we feast exclusive. Welcome to the trailer park. I'm Vietti. I'm sweaty. Chevy's and spaghetti. Got to drive in while I'm bumping Tom Petty. Haters want to hate, but they can't picture me rolling off the top of the bed. It's raining guacamole. Vietti. I'm sweaty. Chevy's and spaghetti. Down to drive-ins while I'm bumping Tom Petty. Haters want to hate, but they can't picture me rolling. Pop the top of the vet. It's raining guacamole. I'm a bleach blind Corban. Fuck what you heard. My daily calorie count is fucking absurd. Doing donuts, eating cronuts. My life is the best. If it don't involve Cinnabons, I ain't that impressed. I bake cakes with Drake. Aubrey's my bro. I'm running through the six with all 
Apparently, he's friends with uh, Drake. Apparently. Who knew? Now, have you heard this before? I have. Okay. I have. I heard it a couple days ago, and I it was on the bus, and I, I didn't know what to expect, and I was giggling out loud. I was, like, trying to hold it in so bad, but I just couldn't. And people were looking at me, like, who is this crazy person on the bus right now? I was just like, I'm listening to the Guy Fieri song right now. You guys need to listen to it. It's hilarious. All right, crank, crank it back up, back up. Alright, I can't take any more of that. <laughs> God, it's so funny. I wanna I wanna like uh Anthony Bourdain uh come back like Oh like him like Anthony Bourdain rapping over Drake's back to back. Back to back. Um all right. Um ingredient of the week. Ingredient of the week is leftover ham. Boom shakalaka. Because, I mean, who doesn't have leftovers right now? Yeah, everybody's got leftover ham. Ladies first? Um, okay. Should I go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Long pause. I'm going to go easy, man. Grilled cheese, man. Grilled ham and cheese. Pineapple slice. Easy. Sear your, get some Swiss or cheddar. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to um, grill, thick cut your ham. Yeah. Sear it in a pan. Sear your pineapple slices off in a pan. Add some cheddar. Don't add cheddar. Add some kind of aioli. Yeah. Grill your bread off. Easy as cake. Delicious. So good. You can also fucking cut up your ham into chunks. Uh, Make like a pineapple sauce with it. Uh, Cook off some rice. Mm. Cake. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a ham and potato soup. Super easy. Um, you know, dice up your ham, you know, small, like bite size, same with your potatoes, add in heavy cream, some milk, um, salt, pepper, aromatics, whatever kind you want. Um, and then just let that go. Boil it away until potatoes are soft, nice and thick, creamy, delicious. Good one. I saw a really good, like creamy potato soup recipe I want to put on here mm-hmm. next week. I mean, if you even if you wanted, you could um, boil some of the potatoes ahead and uh, puree some of that potato and then add it in and make it even creamier if mm-hmm. you want. I'm with that. Or freeze it. Freeze your ham. Yeah. yeah. Don't have to eat it all the time. Yeah. I don't know why my mom used to force me to eat. My, I'll eat all the leftovers when I was younger. Raven turkey or ham every day. <laughs> Get creative. All right. That brings us to the end of episode five. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank the Soundcasting Network for hosting us. Yes. Um, thank both of you guys for waiting on me after this dinner party. <laughs> no worries. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week with a new guest. Oh. I'm excited about I like I like guests. Um, everybody comment, follow us, like iTunes, I, yeah. Grill, how long steak, Mister? Two minutes. What Soundcasting Network? I mean, uh, not Soundcasting. Um, SoundCloud. What is it? Grill, how long steak, Mister? What's that Instagram? Grill, how long steak, Mister? What is that Twitter? 
How long stink mister? Yeah. And I really, everybody that's listening to this now, I've talked to a lot of my friends in person. I've talked to, you know, we've had some good feedback on Twitter and stuff like that. Please leave comments. Please, please, please. Let us know. I want to know which episode is your favorite so far. I got a lot of good feedback about the interview with Amy. I want to thank her again oh, for coming. Oh, thank you so much. Love her we to love death. you. We're going to try to get her to come back in and start doing segments for us. Yeah. All right. Yes, All right. I want to talk to her about being a female in the kitchen. All right. Until next week, folks. We'll talk to you later. Grill, how long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. Bitch.